Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well today. <clears throat> so, um, recently, and amongst my many conversations, comfort has come up several times, and I say comfort, how does God comfort us? How do I comfort people? How did I find comfort in my loss of my wife? And you know, people seem to think that there's a magical silver bullet. Actually, there is. But the silver bullet, if you understand how a bullet works... It's made of several components. You've got, you know, a primer, a case, a cartridge, like the whole cartridge, the, the bullet, the powder. And all of it works together for one effect. And, you know, the, the silver bullet, you might say, for comfort is... You know, God is our comforter. And then people say, well, you know, they expect it to just, okay, God, it's going away. It's all going away. But no, part of that component is faith. We have to have faith in God. Faith that He's going to work with us and that He works with us, walks with us, that He has a plan. And speaking of that plan, I looked up comfort. Came to a couple of key verses. So let's just dive into some of these verses. Um, Romans 12, 15. says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. That's one component. First of all, you need to have friends that lift you up, friends that are helpful, not friends that pull you down and tell you, oh, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. Friends that are just there for you. Friends that take care of you. In Matthew 5, when Jesus went up on the mountain and he taught his disciples the Beatitudes, the very second one is, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Now, you know, this is right after Satan tempts Jesus and then he begins his ministry in Galilee, and then he calls a couple more disciples, and then he heals a great multitude of people. And he was preaching the gospel, and he was all, traveling all over Galilee. 
but he's teaching this to his disciples. See, many people, you forget, this is Jesus isn't teaching this to everybody. He's teaching this to his disciples. His, he's educating them on how to deal with people. He's setting them up for when he isn't here. And yet he says, blessed are those who mourn. The first one is blessed are the poor in spirit. Well, the poor in spirit could be poor in spirit because of the mourning, right? It's kind of a twofold, twofold uh, blessing there. You know, I, I talk, I teach, I, I preach, I counsel people. It's like, you ever have kids? You ever have a little three-year-old and, and they're sick, they're running the fever, and they're coughing and snot flying everywhere, and they're just terrible looking, and you've got medicine to give them. You pour it in the spoon and they don't want it. It tastes bad. I don't want it. I don't want it. Make me feel better. I'll take the medicine. But I don't want it. That's exactly the way we are. We want God to wave a magic wand and make it all go away. With his magical elixir medicine. But we don't want to put any work into it. You've got to have faith, people. You've got to have faith. You know, Isaiah was a great prophet. and He has the most prophecies of any writer in the Bible about Christ and the coming of Christ. And that Matthew 5, 4, blessed... The Beatitudes, he speaks about in Isaiah 61. It says, the good, excuse me, the good news of salvation. Salvation. See, he's talking about faith, being saved. The good news of the salvation. He says, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Verse 2, to comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness. Righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. 
What do you do, people? What do you do? You know, the one thing I, I really can't stand is when I see somebody who's down and out, lost a loved one, they're hurt, and I'm nearby and I hear people saying, you need to do this, you need to do that. You need to go home and you need to clean out all their clothes and get rid of that stuff and just get it out of the house. You need to take down all the pictures. These people are making people make decisions they will soon regret. And yet they haven't lost anybody. They're, they go home to their loved ones. But yet, for some reason, they're an expert in how to heal and how to grieve. And just, it makes me so mad when I see that. You know, my wife died. It took me, I don't know, three or four years before I got rid of her clothes. I used to like to walk in the closet and just smell the clothes, rub them on my cheek, touch them. But you know, one day a switch came on and said, it's time to move on. And you know, I've had trinkets and rings and things that I've kept. But now... I've really gotten to the point where my comfort is in God. My memories put smiles on my face. And the things that she had, they're nice, you know, but I could stack them all up and Anoint them with oil and pray over them and whatever, and ain't none of them going to bring her back. We have all these magical remedies. We have all these talismans. These old wise tales. When really all we need is three letters. G-O-D. You get you some G-O-D and you'll be G-O-O-D. God has got me through. I still cry. You hear me cry when I do my podcast. Right now, I'm about to cry. I have my moments. When someone that I know, very personal, I've served with, or some capacity, when I hear that they've taken their life, 
I cry. Things, certain things still just tear me up. But it's because of the hurt for the families and the hurt that I know that other people are going through. But at the end of the day, I lay my head on my pillow and I know that I know that I know that I know that God's got this. There's nothing for me to worry about. And when I wake up in the morning, I start my day out, I know that I know that I know that God lights my path. People, you can take all the CBD gummies, you can smoke all the pot, you can drink all the alcohol, you can fuss at the world you can drive as fast as your motorcycle will go you can stay awake so that you never close your eyes again whatever you want to do nothing will help your pain like a little dose of Jesus And if you're a friend of someone, just sit there. Be there for them. Talk about other things. Don't think you have all the answers, because you don't have any if you haven't gone through it. Be a friend. That's all we need. Just be a friend. This is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Be safe. And thank you for your prayers.